0: And welcome to Unleash Your Inner Diva, the podcast designed to bring out the inner goddess in all of us. Join your host, Serena Novelli, as she delves deep into the world of self love, female sexuality, conscious dating, personal growth, and all round happiness. Now, let's get into today's episode.
1: Hey, and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Diva. My name is Serena Novelli. I am a certified sex, love and relationship coach specializing in female sexuality and tantric sex. And today we're talking about ecstatic dance, owning your body and moving into leadership. And I have with me the gorgeous Chloe D'Souza, who is an expert in this field. So I'm really excited. She's going to tell us more. But before she does, please do introduce yourself. Um, You have an impressive uh, title, like the the amount of things that you do um, that you sent over. It was very impressive. So I'd love to hear more. Excellent.
2: Okay. well, I guess. I guess it began well, a long time ago, but studying social anthropology as my major led me into studying the medicine, syst- medicine systems all around the world. And then I wanted to get real on them. It was like time for field work. So it led me into doing dance movement psychotherapy as a profession that took me into, you know, mental health for kids as well as adults. Then I became an ecstatic dance facilitator. I'm certified um, as a five rhythms teacher mm-hmm. um, as well as a heartbeat teacher which is, includes how the body expresses their emotions and facilitating that so I've been holding intimate spaces for people and groups for probably over 20 years now as well as um, doing things my own personal self on the side <laughs> Amazing. But I love it I love people I love the body I love what the body has to say You know, I've got my own journey with my body and I guess that's always my starting point because, you know, you've got to keep it real.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, for me, I absolutely adore dancing. And as a child, that's what I wanted to do. My mum told me at a very young age that I was too clumsy and too old to dance when I was about 10 and so I never danced, but well, I danced for myself in my bedroom, but I never danced like professionally or, or took classes or anything like that. But when I see people move or when I move myself, there is just something I kind of just go off into no man's land. And I just feel like I'm in my body and I'm with myself and I don't care what other people think about me. I just go for it. But professionally I don't think I could ever do it because I think I've I would have a lot of work to start like moving through to get myself to a point of where I felt worthy of being like a dancer although I did start burlesque last year and do go on stage and and strip because <laughs> like you know it's a bit of fun
2: <laughs> I hope your mum came to watch
1: she's not here anymore bless her but I'm sure she's watching down on me thinking uh... oh my god what is she doing <laughs> Yeah, my husband comes every time. He um he comes and watches me every time, cheers me on at the sidelines. (laughs)
2: Excellent, Excellent. yeah. And it's all that early programming stuff, isn't it? So Mm -hmm. like the the five rhythms is a great practice because it's finding your own movement within these five different rhythms. And what you're talking about there, when you move and you feel really in your body. That, that in some ways you're talking about one of the core aims of the five rhythms dance or or how to hit ecstasy whilst dancing is mm-hmm. you bring yourself into alignment. You know, what has your body got to say? What is your heart wanting to express through through your body? And and then that takes you into an empty place, like you're saying, where you're where you're sort of expanded into I couldn't give a toss if anybody was watching right now. Yeah. Because it's all in alignment and then you know you are shining, you know, like I see it even in cafes. It's like who's the person that captures captures your attention? Where's all the energy at? And it's the person that's being themselves the most. Yeah, and, absolutely. And it's the same personal feeling when you hit that groove, when you hit that alignment, it's like, Oh, I'm fully being me. And it yeah. feels so good.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I also like, well, you were talking and I was just thinking when you said that you didn't really, you know, somebody doesn't care or you can see that somebody's enjoying themselves or in their bodies. I remember being, <laughs> I did do some dance, like adult dance classes when I got like, when I, after I'd had kids and we were doing like a little Christmas performance and two, a, two Christmas songs. <laughs> it was really cheesy. And I went into New Look with my mum. Uh, we were just Christmas shopping and the song that I was dancing to came on because it was a Christmas song, and I started doing. You know when you see these young girls and you see them like walking down like, the and they're doing all of like the moves and stuff like that, yeah. and you know that they 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 belong to a dance they're practicing, and they're just completely forgetting where they are because they're so focused on like this this movement that they're learning. I did that. I just went into it and my mum went, Gina, stop it, stop it. What are you doing? (laughs) I was like, oh, I didn't realise I was doing it. It just happened. Yeah. I think it's just like movement and being in your body is just so important. I like, have you tried Mama Gina swamping? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm what did you think of that how do you because that uses emotion that uses your like anger your fear your turn on you you really fully get into that don't you
2: yeah you really do and and actually of, it's very I was very at home with the concept of swamping because um when I said I did the heartbeat training you're, you're focusing within those five rhythms on the specific core emotions so the first one um, being fear, the second one being anger, mm-hmm. third one being sadness. Then you've got lyrical, which is which is that happy place, and and stillness is more the emptiness. And so M- Mama Gina's concept around clearing the emotions in the body and and purposely going into expressing oneself was really, yeah I was really at home with all of that. Yeah, and and also you find I think also I mean let's talk about sex as well, but you find when when you're dancing as soon as you are really in touch with your body and what it wants to say that those emotions are found like there's mm-hmm. probably a part of you that we could work with where it'd be like oh my shoulder holds all this pain and there's probably a story attached to that but we can look at the neuroscience behind that but the body stores those emotions and the more you can empty those emotions out the more space you have for now and yeah. now's a great place to be yeah absolutely. I like now. <laughs>
1: yeah and that's the thing as well we hold we are so conditioned to be a certain way right to to stay still to be quiet to play small that when we do start to allow ourselves to fully live in our own expression and not worry about what everybody else thinks we can start to feel that aliveness and that belonging and and you do get the turn on right because you're so in tune with your body and turn on doesn't need to be sexual all of the time does it It, it, you know you can build on that turn on and it might feel a bit sexy as you like start touching yourself as you're moving and you you can feel your your body and and yeah and I love um there's a lady that has an app out and she's called naughty girl fitness have you seen that
2: no I'm
1: gonna go find <laughs> her she's, a, she's, a, she's like quite a well known in, in America she's quite well known a, dan- a dancer so she performed I think she's performed on stage with Pink and people like that before um and she's got this app called Naughty Girl Fitness and she's all about like yeah. big movements and proper sexy movements and she does all of like the touching of the body and the oohs and the ahs and the, I absolutely love it and it's a really good workout it's really good but it really she yeah. wants you to be in your body she wants you to be Feeling, being really sexy and like turning yourself on at the same time—I really love it. It's amazing. You should go check that out.
2: Yeah. no I'm. I'm gonna be, getting che- I'm going to be checking <laughs> that out.
0: Hit that subscribe button yet? Go on, go on. You know
2: you want to. And when you were doing it, like because this is one of like the other things that I think we can suffer from. You're talking about dance, but I also think we, you know, people can suffer from this when they're having sex is is the performance you know like some people authentically get off on performing whether that's Mm -hmm. sex or whether that's dance but there's there's also that uncomfortable place where you're performing from an inauthentic place Mm -hmm. so when you talked just then about ah yeah this fitness app and oh and then the big moves and i could see all of you involved in remembering how positive an experience you'd had because it was authentic yeah it's that place where it's like oh you're not you're not you're doing what you think you should be doing but you're not feeling it you're not feeling it all the way through yeah and and I think a lot of our work uh, as love sex and relationship coaches is is trying to bring people home to to do it from that authentic place because because they're going to get the most out of it and because I think women particularly but I think probably all genders suffer from this as you can get into this performance thing and it cuts you off from that real who are that
1: yeah yeah and that's why I love doing burlesque because with burlesque you can well I have an alter ego so I'm I can't say it very well like I've chosen a name that I can't say very well because it's a French name and I can't speak French (laughs) like um but I'm enchantress du pouvoir which is the enchantress of power so when I go out onto the stage I'm I'm a witch I'm like a like a proper like I'm not sexy like all dressed up as a traditional burlesque I'm really like grounded dirty earthy like here I am like covered in like black stuff everywhere and then like I perform and I perform wild not dainty like a lot of the other burlesque dancers do because that is me that's who I that's part of who I am and I want her to come out and be and be able to express herself. And that's where I feel safe doing it. I always get people come up and go, you are my favourite act, which is really lovely because I think it's because I'm just so different to what the other other performers are doing on the stage at that time. Um, and I get to proper perform like and be silly. And as I come off the stage, I start like. Um, as I'm coming through the audience and, and and they're all like clapping me, I start going <laughs> in their faces as they and, and they're like because oh! this is like women that just is like wild and like crazy, and I just think that I get to allow that because my it was always I've always been suppressed. Like my mum always made me feel like I shouldn't be this loud. Not that she was doing it on purpose. She just you know, girls shouldn't be seen. You should be quiet and and polite and and so. I was conditioned to be that way but actually that's not really who I am I'm quite loud and my sister always used to say you're the you're the one that always wants the attention you're always look at me look at me and so I'd feel like oh I shouldn't do it but that's just who I am so I'm gonna do it now I'm an adult and I'm fully aware of my body and what I can do.
2: Oh I love that i got such a warm feeling across my chest when you were talking about like giving that character space you know we yeah. all know if we don't give our character space they can dominate but it was just like ah oh. and then I was like oh the ripple effect like the women or, or the whoever came up to you the all genders came up to you ah oh, like this was you're my favorite character like, how much permission were you giving other people then to break through these kind of like yeah varying, yeah yeah you know, and you're talking a lot about the messages from your mother, and I, I th- you know, I definitely because I'm a mother, right? And and I do see it like I see my job description so different di- different from like traditional, <laughs> you know, parenting. Like I do see my role is to help my children keep that wild alive. Yeah. Like, I sounds like counterintuitive, but I I protect their wildness. If someone's gonna say shush to them. in a a position or a place where it would be fine to make noise like Mm. they're gonna hear from me yeah you got to protect that spark yeah absolutely my
1: middle child is very experimental um well I say middle she's the middle out of the five and um dresses like anime like character like so she's always Mm. in wigs she's only 13 she's always in wigs we, I homeschool so she there's she's never like she doesn't have a school uniform so she at home will just dress how she wants to dress and some of the looks are like proper outrageous like she reminded me the other day of Lady Gaga because she had this blonde wig on this eye patch and um the outfit was just like insane and I wanted to go to Sainsbury's <laughs> and she's come down like this and I said to her you're going to have to put something different on because it's a little bit revealing. You're only 13. She was like, well, I can dress how I want, mom. You told me I can always dress how I want. And I said, yeah, of course you can. But when we're going out to Sainsbury's, it's not really appropriate to be dressed like that at your age because there are other people out there that we need to worry about. It's not just, you know, it's not just you and and you've got to be safe. And I need to keep you safe. That's my job. So I'm keeping you safe at the moment and you need to go and put something on. So she said, can I just put a cardigan on over the top and some like boots so that I'm covered up? So I said, yeah, of course. So she's still got to keep her outfit on. She just had covered it up slightly, but um, she always gets looked. She always gets looked at, always gets stared at because of the way that she is Um, and some people like really love it and then other people just look at her like she's like like who who is she like why does she feel that she could be like that but I like you I don't want my children to not be able to express themselves and be fully well be fully them and in their own bodies and how they want to be I want them to be able to feel safe with me to be able to express that and know that I'm going to support them when we're out and about sometimes because she's 13 you know like she didn't really want to get changed into anything so we compromised and that's okay but yeah I think that's really important especially for you know the, the children now because there's so much more acceptance in how they can show up in their gender. We didn't have that as kids, did we? We weren't allowed to express ourselves in that way. We weren't given that permission. And now they are feeling much more comfortable in being able to do that.
2: Yeah, it's incredible. And, you know, I guess it's a bit of a hot topic as well, isn't it? Because it's like if we're going to talk about body ownership and self leadership, I'm, I'm talking more about adults. But I think in terms of she's got a point, you know, you, to- you told me I can dress how I like. Mm-hmm. And, and there's some ownership there there's some ownership of of her body and she gets to decide mm-hmm. what she puts on it mm-hmm. um, and you know, I think I think over you know there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there but over sexualizing a teen of 13 it's like mm-hmm. she's not putting it out there to get attention she's no. in alignment with self expression yeah and you know that, that's a that's a hard line to draw and and I do think they start to head more to a 14 fifteen and they start to they start to realize more. The attention they get and then it's like what do we do with that attention yeah and it brings me back to the wildness or your, your wild character your wild character probably is fully in her sexual power as a burlesque dancer mm-hmm. and like she would spit at someone mm-hmm. and I, love, I love the fact that that is all one continuum and, yeah. and you know and people know that there is a lot of power to that yeah I think, I think we really fully are in our bodies there is um a clear sense of protecting yourself from danger that keeps you very safe yeah yeah
1: when i when i do that that act burlesque act as well i finish it with um a candle and i pour the hot wax all over my body and then Mm -hmm. like rub it down and that's just for me that is saying this is my body and because i'm Mm -hmm. a witch character and I'm going back to like, you know, where they might have been burned at, at the stake or whatever, like for being being a witch as such. So at the end, I'm like, well, this is my body. And if I want to burn myself, I can. And I give myself permission to do it. But you're not you're not getting that permission because I own this. And I'm and people are always like, oh, I can't believe you did it. I poured the hot wax on my husband trying to be all sexy. The other day, and he went, ah! and I was just like, it doesn't hurt. And he went, it does. <laughs> I was oh like blindfolded God. him I yeah. had a little like feather a little tickler I was tickling him and I was like okay what else can I do and I got the candle and just went he wasn't, he wasn't happy with me
2: not quite expecting that babes
1: <laughs> no at the moment what so <laughs> I know oh you know I was like I'm really sorry I kept apologizing and I thought no don't apologize for are trying to be all romantic through <laughs> so tell me what if somebody is because I know a lot of people that aren't able to fully express themselves um in the way that they would like to so you're kind of trapping yourself right because right there's a piece of you that isn't allowed out to play. So we need to be able to re- like work on releasing that through the ecstatic dance through um, what you do with your clients. How do you take them through a process of maybe where they're very shy and they're not willing to express themselves to getting out there and being more primal, more in touch with who they are as a person that um alter ego or that, that archetype that they've been locking in is now set free and they've, they have they can see that journey progression as well
0: mm.
2: oh I so love the question because it's also connected to where we kind of started when you're talking about the messages from your mother mm-hmm. so I, I work within my coaching containers with like the one-to-one work with a client I, I can lean into my history of, of the ecstatic dance of the dance movement psychotherapy, and then also bringing the sort of tantra practices and and the 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 working with the nervous system very much to get create the great change within somebody and that's for me i love it that's where real magic happens you start to change your own nervous system and before you know it you are embodying behavior that you didn't think was possible and um so it works very much like within the first few sessions of working out, you know, who is it that you would like to embody? What is it that you would like to experience? What are your desires? What would it feel like to, mm. to really be be embodied in your desires? And if that was, oh, well, I'd like to be really expressed in my dancing, or I'd like to be more assertive at work, or I would like to leave my relationship, whatever that would be, you, you're gonna work in, dropping into the nervous system with my client to find out what what in the context in their nervous system perhaps that has told them it's not safe to be that yeah offer your nervous system the safety to be that that's when the cogs and wheels really start to click into place to allow that self-expression to come forward because if you've been told all your life that actually it's completely inappropriate for you to to dance because you're clumsy you, you you need to go back to where that started somewhere and start to reassure your nervous system that actually you're not clumsy. Actually, actually, it's really pleasurable when you move your body and start to give your nervous system signals that if you were to dance, you get approved of as opposed yeah. to recognized. So you, yeah. So, that, and then I love that. I mean, I've seen it and experienced it myself. I'm sure you have. Once yeah. you get into that work within your own nervous system and you start to offer yourself that safety, that you you take responsibility for yourself in a different way and before you know it you know you have left the relationship or you have started to dance or you are more assertive at work and and i've seen it myself you know like suddenly i've changed something internally and the next thing i know a a situation comes up and i've responded differently yeah you know
1: i'm definitely much more confident in Um, how I show up with myself I used to be um, well I suffered severely from panic attacks and um, anxiety to a point where there was times when I couldn't even leave my own house because I was so nervous of what other people were thinking of me at the time and just the thought of going out and having people looking at me just literally closed me down and I couldn't get out at all and now I can, I mean, I can, I mean, I can strip in front of people. And actually that came through one of the practices when we were, when we were going through our Vita training and we did um, some coaching when we were swapping coaching with each other, I went through one of the ladders and was going through, and as I was going up the ladder um, in confidence, you know, and feeling into my body, how it felt as I like moved that little bit, that little bit more. I got this vision of myself performing on burlesque and the lady that I was doing the coaching with was like, I want you to go and research a burlesque class. And I went straight there and um, found myself somewhere. And I'll tell you this story really quickly because it's quite a like long story, but I found somewhere. I showed it to my husband. I said I wanted I wanted to do it. I was really excited about it. I'd saved it in my phone. It was quite a little bit of money because it was a big course through it was like a twelve week course with all of the performing and and like lots of like mini workshops within there and um I went to a friend's hem party, which was like i don't know two hundred miles away from my house and we had an amazing time and I was staying there that evening and I was talking to her sister and I told her sister all about this burlesque school that I'd found like she was like into the same kind of stuff Um and she said to me it's not called this is it and she named the burlesque school and I said yeah I said do you know it she went it's my school and I was talking to the <laughs> principal of the school that I, had. I was like oh my goodness if this is not fate then I don't know what is yeah I've been I've done Free live shows and we've done our own and we've done our own show as well as a troupe. the girls that were all there together that we learned with we've um started our own little production team and we and we're going out and we're just performing um so it's really cool
2: that's so cool yeah i'm wondering now because my friend emma was talking to me about burlesque recently and she started to run some burlesque workshops and blah 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 and I'm like now you're talking to me about burlesque and I'm like oh something maybe. like <laughs> ever work and all of that is
1: really beautiful like if you you know start doing the fans and the feather it's really it's really it's a good workout on your arms <laughs> I
2: like that. Yeah.
1: yeah. thank you for coming and chatting with me today I'm going to pop your details into my show notes so everybody can come and check you out and, um, yeah, come and do some ecstatic dance with you because I just, I mean, even I feel like I need to come and, and do some with you because, you know, I love to dance and move and feel into myself. So is there anything that you want to finish on? Anything you want to, any, have you got any tips or anything you want to give away before we finish?
2: Do you know what just came to me and uh, was anyone who's listening? Like, can you promise yourself in the next 24 hours, only if you want to, put that favorite tune on and dance like no one's watching? Yeah. What is your favorite tune? Oh my God, I've got so many. <laughs> um, probably the probably a Christian Loft tune out there right now that I would just go well to.
0: Um, right. There is
2: so much music that I guess, I guess if I was going to say, i I do love the tune pink, but that's a bit old now, but that's a nice little um ode to pussy, so who doesn't like Amazing. that <laughs> um, yeah, so just if they wanted to to do that, and you know yeah. I, I love you know you could do that anywhere you like,
1: yeah, absolutely. make a juicy playlist,
2: yeah, <laughs> just start with one tune,
1: yeah, one exactly.
2: tune changes your whole day, like if I'm in a grump, you know, I just put on that tune and I walk away and I'm in a completely different space
1: yeah absolutely i love that thank you so much for being here till next time everybody take
0: care thanks for listening to this episode of unleash your inner diva if you liked what you heard be sure to hit like subscribe and leave us a comment Have a burning question for Serena or a topic you'd love her to discuss on the show? Get in touch. Check out www.lovethybodyproject.com. You can also reach Serena on Instagram at Serena Novelli. Until next time, remember, you got this, diva.